Welcome to our podcast. Do you love it? I'm Des Andrew, joined by my co-host, Devin DKC. What's up, Devin? Hey, boo. How you doing? I'm so good, and I'm excited to announce my really good friend who's stepping in as a guest co-host. So you got three voices today, ladies and gentlemen. We got my friend, Tati Canales. What's up, Tati? Hey, excited to be here. Hi. Mm, hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> there she is. <laughs> Good to have you. Um, I'm excited to be back, Devin. Oh, my God. We celebrated making the top 200 in the U.S. Uh, this past week. And we haven't done that for a while. Right. Good, you know, Granted, we haven't been on for a while, but... I was excited to be back on there. Yes, I'll take it. Yes, we did it. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Well, a lot has happened over the past weekend, and we're going to get into all of that. You know, we're going to acknowledge Beyonce being a history maker once again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, Jersey premiered this week, which we're obsessed with. That's our Super Bowl is what I'm deeming it as. I think it's pretty accurate, right? Spot on. (laughs) Spot on. (laughs) But something that has been happening in the Bravo universe that has really taken a turn for the worst Mm -hmm. is the Brandy Glanville and Caroline Manzo drama during the filming of the upcoming Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4. Devin, do you know about this? What do you know? I know that they both have left the trip, and Mm -hmm. I know that allegedly... Brandy touched Caroline Manzo's chestesses. Mm-hmm. And yes. <laughs> th- that's the last thing that I heard. Okay. All so right. fill me in. Bring me up to date because I'm hearing there's more. Okay. So I'll go ahead and um, give you the reports that I've taken uh, pretty much only from page six. And then I want to hear what your guys' opinions are about everything. Okay. So, to those who do not know, Brandy Glanville from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Caroline Manzo from Real Housewives of New Jersey were cast to be on the fourth installment of The Ultimate Girls Trip, uh, a spin-off series of The Real Housewives. And they are filming in Morocco right now. I don't know how far into filming that they are when this incident allegedly happened, but also, like, Peacock released a statement about it, so it pretty much solidifies that it did happen Mm -hmm. uh there was an investigation going on that i heard was completed as well but caroline manzo chose to leave production following an incident with brandy glanville which page six is reporting that brandy was giving caroline unwanted kisses without her consent Mm. and that she also allegedly touched her her chest or chestesses like uh devin said And her quote-unquote genital area, too. (gasps) Page Six is claiming that there's no video of the incident because it occurred in the restroom. So that's also one of the things that happened, is that Brandy allegedly and three other cast members, including Caroline, went into the restroom, locked the door, 
I read a report that she like slammed Caroline against the wall or something and like forcefully. Yeah, it's it's messy oh as hell. Oh my gosh! But because they were you know already filming, the members of the cast were still mic'd, so there's audio of it all, just no video. Oh wow! When the executives like were hearing the audio, that they found it quote unquote disturbing. Disturbing, yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. Those are big words. Um, the producers see a lot they hear a lot yeah so for them to like find something disturbing especially like within the world of brandy glanville (laughs) um, (laughs) i'm like dang girl (laughs) did you take it i know i know she keeps outdoing herself every time she's on camera it's allegedly drunk um, well, they had to providing them alcohol. I mean, Brandy's always drunk, so I don't know yeah. that that's an uh, alleged anything with that one. But <laughs> food, girl. So I'm going to go ahead and say alleged. <laughs> She's already. I mean, she put on Twitter that uh, check your sources or yeah. something, verify your sources, and with a little poop emoji. And it's like, girl, there's audio. Technically, you're the source. <laughs> right, <laughs> you're the source. And I mean, if Caroline is is saying that this happened to her. I don't know if, if Caroline has released any sort of statement, but no, she's been new. she hasn't. Hmm. Yeah. So Peacock put out the statement, which again, Peacock is the production that films this show. So people right. representing Peacock were on the premises while this alleged incident happened. So for her to say check your sources uh doesn't really make any sense because the source is quite direct. Um, right. To my knowledge, her bosses are the sources. Her yes, the boss is the person who put you on the show. The source is the person who put you on the show. But what do you, I mean? What do you guys make of all this? So let's break it down again. People that are listening that may not follow the housewives, may not even care about the housewives, but you want to support us and listen anyways. This, when you break it down to its core, can be looked at as assault. Actually, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ladies forced herself on one of the other one who did not give consent to, you know, kissing or touching or groping, anything of that sort. Um, so, I mean, for this to be on a TV show for entertainment, and these are characters that, you know, we all love or love to hate. I don't necessarily hate Brandy. I mean, I don't really hate anyone, even if I use that word and I don't mean to. Right. Um, I don't dislike brandy i've kind of been rooting for her making this comeback but this changes things because you know just because they're your favorites or you dislike this person or you you know whatever it is doesn't make something like this okay yeah and i feel like at the same time brandy has done a lot of questionable things and we've always kind of like oh but it's brandy oh but it's brandy but at the same time like how many times do you have to like say oh you know excuse her behavior this is kind of like, this is, if this was a man who did that, right, he would be jumping down his throat, you know? Yeah. It shouldn't be an excuse because it's, you know, two women. And the fact that there was witnesses there that also felt uncomfortable by her actions. I mean, Alex McCord was one of the castmates in the room and she's the one that opened the door because she saw that Caroline was clearly, you know, under distress, you know? Yeah. So... Wow. It's sexual assault in in plain terms. I mean, mind you, I'm not like a lawyer, so I don't really know, you know, what the... Mm-hmm. But it, if someone did that to me, I I would be like, that person sexually assaulted me. 
you know. Yeah, for sure. I think that Brandy, like you said, she's gotten away with a lot. And it's, I'm no math genius, but isn't it like the law of statistics? Like if you have so many basketballs, there's going to be something wrong with one of them, right? Like, you know, if, if you keep bringing Brandy on camera and she keeps doing these terrible things and saying these things to push the envelope or whatever her motive is eventually one of these things that she does is going to take it too far even though I personally think she's already taken it too far she's put her hands on people she's made racist remarks um she's made people feel uncomfortable she's made an absolute ass of herself time and time again it was only going to be a matter of time until something she did went too far. And unfortunately, this is crossed over into legal issues because assault is assault. And I'm, I, I don't put it past Caroline to take it to legal matters. Aside from the fact that she did this while she was at work at the end of the day. Yeah. And so if you did this, I don't know, working at Costco or Home Depot, you know, you would have legal action taken against you probably from your workplace. So she could be facing that from the Manzos and Peacock and NBC Universal. I think it's just, I think it was irresponsible of them to keep giving her opportunities to be on TV. Um, and it's unfortunate that it's come to this point that it is so drastic. It's, that's major. I find it interesting as well, though, like, I was looking at a, a blog today where they posted a video of Bethany Frankel uh, speaking on the issue, saying that, you know, this is kind of like the the environment that the Housewives franchise kind of breeds. And mind you, she's also kind of been on a, a smear campaign. You can yeah. kind of call it a smear campaign um, against the Housewives franchise ever since that episode with Watch What Happens Live. Oh, my God. Where... <laughs> Mind you, I felt uncomfortable watching it. That was, I was going <laughs> to say that. I was uncomfortable for that, that too. <laughs> but, um, so I would take her opinion with a little bit grain of salt. But at the same time, she makes she makes a good point. Like, it is a breeding ground for certain things like sexual assault to come up. I mean, it comes up in Potomac a lot this season. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. The fact that Jen Shaw was in a legal battle and she was literally about to go to prison and she was able to keep her job for another season it you know it you're giving these people a platform to continue to act the way that they do and giving them reason to um mind you it's entertainment for us yeah why we're yeah. Here kind of talking about it but at the same time um there has to be some kind of repercussions for when you cross the line Mm -hmm. So I guess I'm the only one that was kind of rooting for Brandy. So it's it's kind of tough to to see that this is happening. But it is, you know, it, it doesn't shock me. Like when I heard this story, I kind of can picture it happening in my head because mm -hmm. like you mentioned, Devin, there have been so many instances, especially when there's alcohol involved, which again, like I said, she's always drunk on the show i i yeah. cannot really count yeah. moments where she hasn't been yeah. so for her to make it seem like oh this is like a one-off like no girl we've seen it happen many times many a time on the show in the past uh i wasn't even a fan of caroline but that does not make it okay right. with what has happened lock her up 
Oh, <laughs> shit. Throw away the key. <laughs> well, shit. On that note, I want to switch up the tone drastically and play one of our favorite housewife games. Yay! Hey. I'm really thinking that I'm going to do great on this, but I'm probably going to suck. So let's oh, well, <laughs> we shall see. I will read you five different quotes that may or may not be Real Housewife taglines. Your job is to uncover whether they are real taglines or fake taglines. So fake doesn't mean they don't exist in some universe, you know, whether that be music, TV, film, but it's not true to the opening credits of a Real Housewives TV show. So, I'm so excited to bring back I said what I said. <laughs> Period. Well, what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tati say that all the time at work. Oh my God, I love it. People will just like walk past us and be like, are you guys arguing? And we're like, no. no. that's how we talk. <laughs> I love it. We this see each love. other. <laughs> this is love. Okay. Okay, so let's see. How should we make the point? Um, well, yeah, so if you guys, well, whatever. You guys can all get points. I was going to say whoever answers first with the correct answer will get the point. It's not that serious. Whoever gets it right will get a point. I should have my buzzard. I have a buzzard. No, no buzzer. We got a buzzard buzzard here. (laughs) Okay, no, I'm kidding. Okay, Okay, let's get into it. Number one, and I'm going to use a housewife uh, tone of voice for all of them to try to throw you off. Love it. Okay. Number one. I bring the table to the table. Why would I need you? Real or fake? That's fake. That's fake. Man. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) I was like, I've heard that in a sense, but not in a tagline. Oh shoot. I thought I read it perfectly. I even practiced. I rehearsed before we got on this call. <laughs> this is from It's Giving by my favorite Lotto. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I've okay. heard that move, but I had no idea here how to say that. <laughs> Who knows? There's plenty of time for one to make that Lotto new light. tagline. <laughs> you never know. Very true. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys both have one point each. Number two. Payback's a bitch, so start barking. Real. I think I think it's real, but uh, that last part. So start barking. Is that real? I think it's real. I'm gonna go with real. Where? I feel like I heard that somewhere. Okay. Do you want to take a, a poke at who you think it is? Was it March? No, but very close. You guys are right. This is from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. This is Jen okay. Aiden. Okay, ah. I've only watched clips of the show, but yeah. Jen is my favorite. <laughs> Jen's so good. Funny, dude. She's so funny. Jen is good. Mm-hmm. This is from the I brand like new Jen. season that just premiered. So it's you know I was trying to trip you up, and you guys passed ah, the test. Ah, see, <laughs> they haven't on the premiere. They don't do the uh-uh. taglines yet. No. So this is all social media exclusives. But see, I could feel that Jersey coming through in that in that saying. It's very, very Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, number three. I reckon you leave all your problems at the door to my city. I reckon. <laughs> that cannot be real. Someone said reckon. Yeah. Is that is that like Texas or something? 
Is there like a Dallas? Is that Dallas? <laughs> there I, is Dallas. I can't, I can't imagine a reality where any other housewife in any other city will stay wrecking. Yeah. I feel like you got that from a country music song or something. <laughs> like wrecking? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with fake for that one. I don't really watch Dallas, so it could be wrong, but I'm gonna go with fake. The only person that I can imagine saying some off-the-wall stuff like that is uh, Sutton. But she, Sutton? She wouldn't say wrecking. Oh. She's from the South. She's from Atlanta. She's not... She's from... Yeah, she Florida. leads... It, she definitely leans into her being she a Southern bale. Sometimes her accent is way thicker than, it, than at other times. You know, I'm gonna say fake. I just, I don't see it. Okay, so you both are saying fake. You both are right. Man. I it. Hey. <laughs> this is from the song Vegas by Doja Cat from the Elvis soundtrack. Oh. I stand yeah. for it. I like that song. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, shit. Well, you guys are freaking three for three. Let's see if you can go four right. for four. My vocals are clean, but my reads are for filth. That's true. And isn't that Candy? And they have her singing in the background like, oh. Isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> like, how about? Oh, my God. I love that. That enthusiasm was so good. You get a point just for that. <laughs> Bonus point. <laughs> right. I can't hit that note you just did right now. <laughs> I didn't hear. Was yours real or fake? I'm going to jump on the bag wagon and say real. <laughs> real. Okay. You guys are both right. It is real, uh, but it's from Potomac, Miss Candace Dillard Bassett. Oh, Miss Candy Girl. Oh, Candy Girl. It, it had to be one of them. Yep, yep. This was from the most recent season. Oh, actually, it's still on. Hello. Oh my God. Love Potomac. Oh, yeah. I guess it is. Potomac well, the reunion. Right? They're holding it down for the housewife. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, and number five. The only thing that moves faster than my mouth is my ambition. Oh, the faces. If you guys could see the faces. <laughs> you did not like that one. <laughs> I feel like uh... Wendy would say that from Potomac. Um, or Sonia from Atlanta would say some, something like that. But I also don't see anybody actually saying that. Yeah, I don't think that's real. But it... Ooh. I'm trying to think like who like totes himself as this like super ambitious person and all I can think of is Wendy and Sonia. Everybody else? Yeah, what was what was Sonia's tagline? She's got one or two seasons of this. We got her on and she even gave it to us on the show. She said, I may be a rookie, but this isn't my first race. Oh, oh so it wasn't Sonia. Not Sonia. Oh, so it wasn't no. Sonia. So I'm gonna say fake. I'm gonna say fake. I think I'm going to say fake, too. Is it evil that I'm excited I finally got you guys on one? Oh, no! <laughs> I really thought that was fake. Who's no, that? this is from my personal favorite at the moment, Real Housewives of Miami. Oh. The the show is my favorite at the moment. The housewife, she's she's great. You know, she's all right. Gertie Abrera. I yes. love Gertie. Miss Gertie. Miss uh, Vogue. Didn't Vogue vote her, like... The number one planner in the U.S. or something like that. Ooh, Wedding planner. Something like that. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome, I would say. That is pretty yeah, awesome. She's doing her. You guys did good. You got four out of five. Yay. Holla. Yeah. 
Good job. I knew I was going to do it. Yeah. So, so how do you feel like you did then your first game ever in life? Not even on podcasts or off the podcast. I've never played a game a day in my life. So this was, you know, my debut, not only on the podcast world, but the game world. And in competition. Competition. I never <laughs> leave this room. I just leave. I live here. Yeah. And watch I know. Housewives all day. Do you love it? Love that. Do you love it? <laughs> Join over 17 million members who leave the deal hunting to Honey by PayPal. Honey automatically looks for every available coupon code and applies the best one to your cart. Add items to your drop list and Honey will notify you once there's a lower price. That way, you'll never miss a sale. With Honey, you can even earn points towards gift cards of your choice while saving money at the same time. Friends don't let friends overpay. Download Honey today by using the link in our episode description or go to our Instagram at DoYouLoveItPod and tap the link in our bio. Welcome back. Okay, so the Super Bowl, like I mentioned earlier, already happened for us. Sorry, America, but we got to see an advanced version of it in The Real Housewives of New Jersey, which premiered to us last night. To you guys, it was a few days ago. Devin, did you watch? I watched half of it. Okay. I was super excited, but I was doing a lot. So I'm actually going to go back and watch it all the way through but i did meet the new ladies yeah i also didn't realize that jackie goldschneider wasn't a full-time housewife yeah i mean we reported on it on the show (laughs) we did (laughs) we did (laughs) that's how forgettable she is i don't even remember child exactly but i think think we said shades of that too last time (laughs) well i mean yeah good for her i mean good for the show yeah um but yeah it was good from what i saw of course we got that that drama between the gorgas Mm. and Teresa, which like come on y'all we're literally exhausted of that um but i was surprised to see all the hostility between dolo and jen aiden Yes. Ugh, I love them and I love when they're friends. I do not like I know. No, no, no. I don't either. Not fun to watch. Yeah, definitely disappointing. Um the new ladies seem great. The one girl, oh my goodness, forgive me. I'm forgetting her name with the the dark hair. I don't remember her name either. I was hoping you would. <laughs> Shoot. So she's memorable. <laughs> no, no shade to her. Hey, I watched it and then I fell asleep. I woke up and now we're recording this. So no shade to her. I just there hasn't been a lot that's happened in between then and now. So I totally forget her name. I think it might be one. It's like a name of someone who's already on the show or something. Like her name's probably Jennifer as well. Jen. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, there's another Jen, but it's the one that um, she's friends with Margaret. They're at the skating rink. Um, yeah, I, I know which one you're talking about. She she was pretty um, timid in this episode, right? Yeah, she was. But she, I mean, she seems pretty cool. She said she was born in 91. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, Ooh. I was born in 91. Yeah. Like, 
it's weird because having had watched all the housewives since I was, I guess, a teenager now, because mm-hmm. they've been out for so long. Like, I always think of them as like these like middle aged yeah. ladies. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is pretty young for a housewife. But still, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I've entered that era in my life where, like, I'm watching my peers. <laughs> I find that crazy. Like, we're so wild, wild right? Yes. Housewives, if we really wanted to. I mean, mind you, somebody wanted to make me a housewife at any day, baby. Any day. <laughs> right. <laughs> just but, doesn't matter who. Just just no, make well, sure there's a good ring. Someone that can afford my housewife lifestyle, you know. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yes. The whole <laughs> exactly. power to her, dude. She got it. She did it at 90, 91, girl. Okay. Girl. Listen, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. Right. <laughs> I like seeing like the younger ones too, but I also love that this show caters to um, women that are you know a little bit further into their life and I think Mm -hmm. it's awesome that there's a show that's so popular that does highlight women in this uh, age group because you know Hollywood is so used to at least at the time of when this show first started with Orange County was so you know if you're older than you know 26 then like American Idol if the the cutoff I think was 26 like you can't be older than 26 to be a contestant on American Idol so back then when these shows were coming out it was really cool to see a different age group on your tv screens that were so glamorous yeah but you know what I gotta say about that your favorite dev uh Kim Zolciak walked so that this new girl could run <laughs> Except for, I believe the new girl. I still don't believe Kim Zolciak. <laughs> but the, yeah, it's Kim really Zolciak. crazy though because I mean, the, come on, y'all. You really think Kim Zolciak was twenty nine, thirty or twenty nine yeah. when she started Atlanta? <laughs> that was a hard twenty nine, girl. <laughs> <laughs> she saw some things. That was a hard twenty nine. I'll tell you, I'm twenty. Hard, okay. Hard, okay. You and Kim Zosia <laughs> I mean, could have been in school together. You know, if this was two thousand and fourteen. Two thousand fourteen. I, I mean. She wished. Yeah. We're not <laughs> buying it. I'm not buying it. There's a lot of well, about Kim Zolciak. I would not buy. That is the first one on the list. You are. Oh. <laughs> I love me some Kim. Lady. Uh, I'm excited to see more of New Jersey as it plays out. I'm sure we'll talk about it more and more uh, through the weeks. I'm excited about that. Uh, but other Jersey news. This is something that just was published, I think, this morning. So it's breaking to us. Um, and for you guys, you know, hopefully you still care. Uh, Teresa <laughs> from New Jersey, her Mercedes was just stolen from her property. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, somebody apparently got onto her, you know, residence in New Jersey and the cameras, her surveillance cameras caught it all on tape. So luckily... TMZ is reporting exclusively that the police have an early lead based off of that footage and Teresa is, you know, hopeful that she'll get her car back. Isn't that wild? You know, I always find it crazy that these like rich and famous people are so easily robbed. I know. It's yes. sad. Where They're targeted. Yeah, cuz 
Last night on the on the premiere of Jersey, uh, Jen Aiden was talking about how her Ferrari was stolen from her garage, and they showed the surveillance footage too. So it's like they happen mm-hmm. in waves. Like they happen in Beverly Hills with Kyle and Dorit, and I feel like there was another one. And then over here now in Jersey with Jen and now Teresa. Oh. It's a Did lot. Did Rina get stolen too? If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. Rina also. I mean, that doesn't sound familiar. Um, but yeah. Th- I always find it so crazy that like, like with the whole Dorit and Kyle situation, like those were big robberies. Yeah. How does that happen? Heists yeah. even. Heists. Yeah. I still like can never believe when I hear someone say like, I mean, I believe it, but it just sounds so crazy to me. Like when people are like, yeah, my car was stolen. And I'm like, what? Like, how does, how does, I mean, I don't know how to do all those wirings and mechanisms <laughs> yeah. of actually like starting a car that I don't yeah. have a key to. I, I can know. barely like start a regular car. <laughs> but like I had trouble getting on the Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like people are stealing cars number one, like okay, off of the street, like, you know, in New York City or something. There's thousands of cars, there's thousands of people. You could get in a car and someone won't even know that it's not yours. Or you could be getting in a car with an alarm going off and nobody will bat an eye in yeah. you know the city but these people are they live in gated communities yeah. if not their property is gated yes when they are the level of Teresa Judice famous like you're you probably have on-site security mm-hmm. whether it's New Jersey Beverly Hills whatever and then the people get as far enough to do whatever they have to do to steal your vehicle and drive it off your property. Like, how does that happen? I do not know, but it is becoming a pattern in New Jersey. And that's sad. That's so scary. I would like, oh my God, I've already said it before, but that is like one of my biggest fears. I always like, I picture in my head, what if like my car alarm, well, a home burglary is my biggest fear. But Mm. like, what if someone like came up to my car? Like, am I prepared to like fight them for my car? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I am, but... What if, you know, what if there's a weapon? No, I I wouldn't. I've been home while my house is broken into before. I know. (laughs) It's terrifying. Yeah. So, Um, Lord, I don't know what would happen. But honestly, take the car. Really? Get away. Yeah, Yeah, I don't want you here trying to steal my stuff in the house. Take the car. Yeah, that's a desperate person. (laughs) If they're desperate enough to invade someone's privacy and trespass, like, they will kill me. So... I always think of it differently, and I'm in no way, shape, or form encouraging anyone listening to do what I would do. But what (laughs) I think is (laughs) somebody who is, like, committing this one crime, I don't feel like is prepared. They're probably thinking they're going to get away with it, one. And second, they're probably not prepared to, like, go away for murder. So I keep thinking, like, if someone tries to, like, rob me at the bank, take my car... I'm going to, you know, I may commit a crime too to get you to not do what you're trying to do because they're not prepared to kill me, are they? You are. I mean, it's a split second decision. And that's the thing. These people, like, they're already in this mentality where they're going to do something. Might as well go all the way. I feel like, you know. Am I crazy? Yeah, you're a little crazy. I think you're the problem. Am I the drama? (laughs) I feel like in your head, you might have a different scenario going down than what will actually happen because this is like I do. Yeah, definitely. I think all my WWE uh, skills that I've you know 
procured during the years would come into play and I would know how to like you're get them in a sleeper okay. hold, knock them out, yeah, you're get a, a little arm bar going so that I could call the police. You're a tall man. No. Yeah. You're tall. You work out. You know. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Just so you guys know, he is also single. <laughs> um, no, like you have the ability to fight back. Like I am five one if I round up. So <laughs> you know, there's there's unless she is a woman and she is skinny and she does not know how to fight, I will I will take her there. But if she is this mm -hmm. man who is charging at me and saying, Give me your stuff, I'm like, You're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. What else do you want? You know, I'll spread you want my Venmo too. <laughs> you want my Venmo too? <laughs> I have a dog. You want a dog? <laughs> <laughs> not Mookie. Oh no. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm not willing. There's nothing I own other than my dog that I'm willing to die over. Well, I got some really nice shoes for my 30th birthday that uh, you really did though. I might have to just put up a fight for. Okay. <laughs> and that chain you got too. <laughs> That was my gift two years ago. That wasn't that expensive. Nobody's going to rob me for that. Come on. Hey. But with that said, a little dose of news brings on five more points in pop culture that I want to run by you two. Okay. You know, there's just a lot that has gone on, especially in the time that we're off the air. Mm -hmm. So I want to get some, you know, concise rundowns of your opinions on some things happening today and things that have happened over the past couple weeks with this edition of Love It or Leave It. So if you agree or like what I'm talking about, go ahead and, and shout out with your little lungs, love it. And if you don't, you can leave it, okay? All right. Okay. Yay. Okay. I love everything. Don't want to leave anything. I'm a hoarder. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just gonna that put that out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. All right. Our first bit of news. Nikki Bella considers wearing her dream dress from her old engagement to her new wedding. So let me paint the picture. This is my girl. So I really got to defend her on this one. Okay, everyone. Okay. Here we go. Nikki Bella says I do premiered on E. Just a couple weeks ago, uh, by the time this comes out, the third episode will have been out, third out of four. And she, as you know, most of you know, was engaged to John Cena about four years ago. They had like a five-year relationship. Um, they were on, they were off, they were back on. You know, there was a whole lot going on with that. She, in that time, found her dream dress. She had a custom-made dress, very expensive, spent a lot of money and never ended up wearing it because they didn't make it to their wedding day. It wasn't one of those where she, you know, runs off the aisle and says no. They never made it, so she never got to wear it. She was never photographed in it. She was never anything in that dress. So in her mind, that's the dress she always pictured herself being in when she gets married. Is this wrong? Devin, what would you do? Would you, you are, you are our resident married uh, person on the show. <laughs> so is this wrong? Do you love it? Or are you going to leave it? I don't. I don't love it. <laughs> um, I don't. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm big on like energy. 
I hate. Actually, that sounded really cringy. I knew what um, you meant, though. <laughs> I knew you meant that too. I, I knew yeah, meant. like I don't want to be like I'm. I'm big on energy. Remember, we're life. from California, like, yeah, so. We're big on oh right, so this is I'm speaking you guys language. Yeah, so. Yeah, Tati's in LA. I'm not in LA, but she LA. is. Yes, I am bilingual. I actually also speak Californian. And so, yeah, <laughs> I I am big on energy, though. And I really think that, like, I don't know, having gone through the process of, like, finding my wedding gown and trying the different ones on, like, each one that I put on, I was envisioning very much me at the altar with my partner who I like my spouse that I'm married to you know like I wasn't picturing me and Idris Elba oh. for the shits and giggles you I mean as fun as that would have been <laughs> just for the fantasy okay maybe a little bit maybe a little bit um but like I was like picturing the whole wedding you know what I mean okay and like I don't know when you find that right dress it really just it's a feeling that you get and like going to all the fittings and stuff like that, like it made my wedding to my spouse become more realistic. You know, every time I tried the dress on, I thought of not just our wedding, which was beautiful, um, but like our wedding and our future together, like our family seeing us in, you know, seeing yeah. me in this gown and the pictures that we're gonna have forever. So I think that it's not something that can just be, swapped out or or replaced like I would never if I got married again I would never wear the same gown as much as it was my dream gown and and beautiful and amazing I'm not gonna wear that at my next wedding mm -hmm. like I just think that like that energy from that union is with that dress and like you don't want to take that into a new relationship girl just like you I don't I don't want you know a new spouse moving into the space that i shared with my previous spouse you know what i mean like i'm big on the energies that you put on your belongings and your spaces and i think she should get a new dress yeah i agree with her um i really do feel like she's hanging on to something by even having that dress she should have just let it go as soon as the engagement was over i i mean look that's the thing because about money though money yeah i mean what is she broke <laughs> no but you are no just kidding i know <laughs> i am kidding. if i was broke i would reuse it i'd be like hey girl i'm not nobody i reuse shirts i will reuse i know now, so i'm saying put yourself in her shoes what would you i'm not saying you are nikki bella in her shoes if i was yeah. in her shoes if i had the means to do it i would get rid of the dress i would start all over because like Devin said it's it's easy to bring on baggage when you're still in that mentality when you're seeing that dress you're not seeing when you picked it out for your new uh, wedding. You're, you're seeing when you picked it out for your last wedding. That's the way I see it, too. Mm -hmm. like, if I'm, you know, like going down memory lane with this dress, I'm going down memory lane with another relationship. If I didn't buy it for the purpose of this, you know, wedding. And I would feel some kind of way if I was the husband. Because, like, let's start all over. Like, it's like, it's like keeping the same mattress that you kept when you were with your ex. Like, I don't know what you did in on that mattress, you know? Like, I don't... I'm going to keep it if it's a purple or a sleep number. I'm going to keep it. I mean, well, that's, you know, maybe the stage the dress. I mean, stage the mattress a little bit. But at the same time, if you have money, like, if you have the means to do it, it just feels kind of like you're bringing on your your old baggage. And it is old baggage because the whole John Cena thing, it, it played out in public. 
So mm-hmm. even though we didn't see the dress, we know that dress is connected to the, that relationship. Especially because you're mm-hmm. You know? You guys are so good. <laughs> <laughs> because I was trying to just play devil's advocate the whole time. I mean, when I watched this, I was thinking exactly what you guys were thinking. But I love her. And spoiler alert, she got a new dress, so... No one has to worry Good. about it. She got a different dress. She spent even more money. Instead of, you know, donating to a charity or, you know, ending world hunger, she spent more okay, money on person. another dress. This is one person. World <laughs> hunger is a whole bunch of other people that have to get together. She needs to worry about her problem. You could, you could buy Twitter instead, actually, if you're Elon Musk, instead of curing world hunger. For 40, <laughs> 400 billion or whatever it was. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. So you guys love it. Leave it. Leave it. Oh, yeah, oh wait, you, I love you the it. fact that she got a new dress. <laughs> I'm going to leave the fact that she was contemplating using the old yeah. dress. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. She's, okay. she's growing. Good. <laughs> All right, our second bit of news. MTV introduces a new reality series, similar to The Housewives, following a cast of all queer people called The Real Friends of WeHo. Love it or leave it? Love it. I sent this to you as soon as I saw the trailer. I was like, how are we not on the show? I'm here all the time. Like, how are we not on the show? You know, like, I think it's great. I think it's great that finally they're expanding their, you know, not just MTV, but just reality TV in general. There hasn't been a real show centered around the LGBTQ community at all. You know, there's aside from like Drag Race, yes, yeah, aside right. from Drag Race. yeah, yeah, yeah. But even a docu series, yeah, exactly. There's not not within the same context that is like the Housewives or like mm-hmm. you know. Now we're actually following the lives of real people that are going to showcase and highlight what it is to be a gay man or a gay woman in West Hollywood, which is the mecca. And yeah. I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's about time, dude. Like. What is it, 2023, and we just got here now? Yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm super excited. Love it. Okay. Devin, I've been watching your facial expressions since I started speaking. Um, I love the concept. <laughs> I agree. I think we need that. I mean, we need that queer representation besides drag race because we're not all drag queens. Speak and, for yourself. you know, especially... No, Yet. We're not all drag queens yet. yet. But I hate the fact that Todrick is on it. Yes. Because Todrick is so problematic and I'm tired of his shit. I don't want him on it and so I haven't watched it. Simply because I think... Can you you explain who exactly he is to me? Because I've heard his name, but I don't know. Why why are you tired of him? What do you do? So Todrick Hall is an entertainer. He's on the show. Um, I don't know how big of, you know, I don't know if he's in every episode or if he just kind of pops in and out. I don't know how they're doing the He's an official cast member. Okay. So he's an entertainer, but Todrick has notoriously not paid people that have worked for him. Um, He also, like, in the black queer community, there's lots of conversation of, like, how Todrick is always, like, the token friend, and he doesn't really, like, pour into his own community. And I just feel like to have this queer 
reality show, which could be so big, like it could blow up just like the housewives have to put Todrick is irresponsible because there's still people out here that haven't been paid by Todrick for, you know, dancing in his videos or, you know, I think that that's the biggest thing. He doesn't pay his dancers and multiple people have made the same accusations. And it's like, if he was really about the queer community, he wouldn't always like, I feel like Todrick feels the need to always be the only black queer person in so many of the circles that he, he runs in. And I'm not the only person that has, has felt this way. He's like a gatekeeper. Like he, yeah, he, he wants to be the token. He wants to be, he doesn't want anybody to take up his space. He's not a a space sharer. And I don't think that they should have put him on, especially all the problems that so many people have with Todrick. I think it was irresponsible in casting or maybe it was smart for them. I don't know, but I personally will not be watching. So I'm going to leave it. (laughs) Okay. Well, number three. Oh God, I already know where this is going. Lisa Rinna exits the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for season 13. Love it or leave it? Love it, darling. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Aww. Oh, my God. Lisa <laughs> has, you know, she's really helped put us on her social media, given us some exposure. She's helped us, you know, get views on our social media posts yeah. and reposting a lot. So I'm grateful to her for that. I truly don't see as big of an issue with her as so much of the, you know, Twitter audience and Instagram commenters uh, think because <laughs> they're very loud about it. Um, so I'm I'm bummed that she's gone, but I truly think it's just a pause unless she does get that, you know, family reality show that she's rumored to be in the works or in talks of having. I think it's going to be like an E! show, you know, rather than a Bravo show. But we'll see. Yeah. None of that is, is even... Um, in print yet it's just an idea i have i don't know i love to hate her you know and and that's the thing that i'm gonna miss about her is that she is a genuine can i say bitch she's a genuine bitch. (laughs) please do (laughs) you know and i like that about her because unlike other people on the show she's not afraid to say it she's Mm -mm. not afraid to go there and a lot of iconic moments are because rena did the most foul thing (laughs) you can do and she took it there you know, and she pressed the buttons on so many people and she, she called people out. I love that about her. But towards the end, I just didn't like her hypocrisy a little bit. She was just mm-hmm. like, she, she was one foot in and one foot out on so many things. And it's like, bro, pick a lane, you know? So either you're going to be the villain, you're going to stand in your truth or you're not, you know? So I think she was kind of losing her footing a little bit within the, the cast. So it was good that she took a break. That's why I want to, I love it. But I also do, I, I, you know, I'm going to miss her on my screen a little bit. I'm going to miss her and her big old lips and her <laughs> attitude. Listen, I hope she does get a show. And I hope on the show, she is more genuine to who she really is. Because one thing we don't really see is Harry Hamlin. You know, we see him, but we don't really like, he, he, had, he has great banter. I want to see him on the show too. I want to see uh, her daughters and how they're progressing within their life, you know? So I I would like to see a standalone show for her. She would be super entertaining. All right. Well, in other casting news for Real Housewives, Mary Cosby is rumored to be rejoining the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City as a friend of Love It or Leave It. 
love it. Yeah, I actually love this, even though I'm blocked by Mary Cosby on <laughs> all sorts of social media. Are you really? <laughs> Yeah, I did Why? a deep dive uh, episode of Black Girls Bravo about Mary Cosby and her family and her church and have since been blocked on everything. Oh, my God. Um, so she does. she's not very fond of me, Ooh. but um, I think she was good for the show because she's she's like wacky. Oh. Yeah. yeah, she's like. She she very much reminds me of like early Ramona Singer wacky. Yes. Mm. Um. So I think she's good. I think having her as a friend of because she doesn't want to divulge so much in her personal life will be a good place. So she's kind of just there for commentary, but we don't have to worry about her, you know, not wanting cameras on, you know, her husband her and you know. Right, her closet and all that shady stuff she got going on. So she is the conductor of the crazy train, and I love her. I love her. Oh I love her. She, she, oh my god! If I had audio of just following of her, like, I just want her audio following me around so she can like narrate what I'm seeing in the world. Like so when she goes, do you remember her story about her friend getting in a car accident? Yeah. And she was telling oh, yes. that in front of um <laughs> the child. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> like why is this funny? But it is. It's so horrible. But And then oh she moves god. on like nothing. <laughs> oh my god. So so wild. Uh yeah, I I'm down for it. I wasn't the biggest fan of her, but she's one of those that like damn okay. If she's on, she's on. And, right. uh, you know, I won't fast forward on her scene. So, okay, I'm here for it. Aww. And the last bit of news, Sam Smith and Kim Petras are receiving backlash from their Grammys performance of their newly crowned win for Unholy. Love it or leave it? Leave it. Why are they? Why are they? Uh, why? So a lot of uh, people are saying that the performance was satanic. It was, uh, you know, praising these dark things. Like, I mean, and visually, it w I have to agree. Visually, it was very uh, unsettling. Um, but I know that it's entertainment. And they won the award before that. So I was high on them winning, especially Kim Petras being the first transgender person to take home a Grammy Award. I was excited about it. Yeah, I think their win was well-deserved. I love that song. Um, love Kim Petras. Sam Smith, I wasn't the hugest fan, but I'm starting to like them more and more. Um, the whole performance, I mean, was it really that satanic? I don't know. Maybe I just don't really have a radar for those things. I think the most satanic thing was those little horns yeah. on the top hat. If it was a top hat without the horns, it was just would we hat. be... Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a top hat. hat. We've seen a lot more imagery from Nicki Minaj, Madonna. from Lady Gaga, from Beyonce, now from um, Haley, Haley Bailey, or no, Chloe Bailey. Um, like... We got to get over these things. You either watch them or you don't. If it's against your, I don't want to offend anybody's like religion, of course, but I think we've seen a lot worse. I didn't yeah. see any other like imagery that was like, it just looked like a little Halloween costume with the little horns. I thought the performance was good. Yeah. I also do feel like because they're part of the queer community, like they're going to get 
more yeah. backlash. People, people are looking for or any people. little thing to be able to be like, well, that's why I don't like them. You know, y'all keep telling us we're gonna go to hell, <laughs> and then when we actually exactly, do I, it, exactly. And when they own it, and when you know the community owns it, all of a sudden they're the problem. No, no, you're the problem, honey. Stop being sensitive. <laughs> It is maybe the imagery. If it bothers you, just turn off the TV. That's the beauty of a remote. You get to turn yeah. off whatever you're watching. Just turn it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, just turn it off. Read the Bible, and then you know, you'll be say a prayer and go to sleep. <laughs> and then mind your business and want keep it keep it going. You know. Yeah. So I'm excited for them. That was so iconic. They made history. So excited for Kim yeah. Petras. I love her. Um, especially... And good on Sam Smith for letting her yes. accept the award yes. and like not taking up that space, which yeah. she easily could have. Because let's be honest here, Kim Petras was big in a certain arena. Mm-hmm. He helped her build her platform with well, not build. She already had like a, a base, but she he helped her expand her base a little because he exposed her to people that wouldn't necessarily listen to her. So that did help. Mind you, her base is huge. She would have probably done it on her own eventually, but Sam Smith really did move aside and let her, like, yeah, you know, do her love thing. That. I love that, you mm-hmm. know. That was great. The Grammys were so good. Um, we also the saw. This part bothered me. I'm not gonna lie. The when Bad Bunny was singing in Spanish and the captions are like singing in non-English. It's like <laughs> it's called Spanish, people. Yeah, do better. Yeah. <laughs> do better. Non-English? How does that, like, who's in charge of that? Who's like, in charge of that? <laughs> if that was Beyonce running the Grammys, that would have never happened. That would have never happened. You need a Virgo behind the scenes because that was inexcusable. Oh, my God. Non-English, it's called Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bad Bunny, he was there. Awesome performance. Love him. Had a humongous year. He was the first person to be nominated um what was it for album of the year as a spanish-speaking album all spanish album only spanish album ever in the grammys and that's big because you know latinos we have our own grammys we have the latin grammys so we have obviously our own arena to you know give each other flowers but it's very rare where the american population get to give our people are flowers, you know, unless you're like um, mm-hmm. J-Lo, but she doesn't make Spanish music the way that Bad Bunny makes Spanish music, you know? So <laughs> Did you see the meme of, um, it was like J-Lo pretending that, that she, she understood everything she, Bad Bunny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's speaking non-English. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she knew non-English. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it felt good, dude. Like, I mean... You see Latinos on the platforms that, you know, they give us. You see Selena Gomez, you know, Camila Cabello. But they're not Spanish the way that Bad Bunny is Hispanic, you know, Latino. Latino. He doesn't speak the language. He has to force himself to speak English. You know, you can hear the accent. And it just, it feels like finally they're letting us in, you know, and taking over. So it feels great. In non-English. Very historic Grammys night. Yeah. Of course, you know, I've been waiting to give my Beyonce mother. Mother, is that you? She <laughs> breaks the record for the most Grammy wins of any artist in history. 
and well yes. deserved. Mm. Yes, queen. Yes. Uh, well, well, well deserved. I was screaming. I was so happy. I stayed up until like 5 a.m. watching the oh Grammys. Um, was rooting for Beyonce. Yes. I do think she was robbed for mm-hmm. album of the year. Same. No, no shade to Harry Styles. But Beyonce's Renaissance, I think, has been one of her most monumental albums, if not the most. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got people on their toes, okay? Like, look at us, ready for this concert. <laughs> she should have won. And Terry Styles, he he would have been all right if he didn't win. Yes. I just don't think it was a comparison. Because, you know, it's not every day that something like this happens to someone like him, right? Yeah. Right. And in fact, it is. It literally is every day. It's every day. day. It's every single day. The Grammy is made. The Grammys are made to highlight people like you. What are you talking about? Right. And like, look at the category. Like, that category had everybody in it. It had Lizzo. It had Beyonce. It had Adele. It had Bad Bunny. And then y'all pick Harry Styles. (laughs) Do better. Mind you, I'm pretty sure his, his fan base is over the hill just super happy about it of course of course i hate to interrupt you but beyonce had the best album of all time okay (laughs) i'm gonna let you finish (laughs) let you finish but beyonce had the best i know shit for once where was kanye during that time (laughs) the only time i've ever wanted to see him on my screen renaissance was it okay like i it has taken my soul to different levels you know like (laughs) one of the few Mm -hmm. albums that I, i can listen to from beginning to end every day yeah agreed i'll repeat it's good it resonates and on that note thank you everybody for listening to our podcast this week Yay! Hey, thanks for having thank me. you tati for being our yes, guest for co-host so We're excited to have you on excited. the invite is out there if ever in the future you want to come back on we would love to have you back yeah i'll be back tomorrow oh well we're not <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll be back we're not recording tomorrow hey, so. I'll, I'll be back tomorrow <laughs> she said what she said. I said what I said. <laughs> I ain't changing it. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for getting us charting on the U.S. Top 200. We are so thrilled. We are very humbled, in the words of Bonnie Raitt, for uh, Song of the Year. Um, <laughs> and we're just so appreciative that you guys keep supporting us. I know we were off for a few months, and what a way to return with uh, our interview with Cody. He was awesome. And with you guys, uh, you know, I think I saw a couple new ratings and reviews. And uh, yeah, thank you guys just so much for your support. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at DLoveItPod. Hit subscribe while you're listening right now. I'll give you one moment. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, sorry. Uh, So hit subscribe, (laughs) leave a rating and review, five stars only or else it won't work. Um, So five stars. And uh, we look forward to speaking to you very, very soon. Hey. Bye. 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 Bye.